Pray with me. Lord God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations on all of our hearts be worthy in your sight, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Big round of applause for this. <laughs> you know it's officially Christmas when the first Christmas song starts playing on the radio or music streaming service if you're younger. Normally this means around the time of Halloween, but lately I've noticed some stations trying to hold off Christmas music until around Thanksgiving. Christmas songs, not just the hymns, tell us a lot about Christmas. They say something about the expectation of Christmas and give us feelings of nostalgia for happy Christmases long past. It's no wonder that eight out of ten Christmas songs, the top ten Christmas songs, played in 2019 were written in the 1950s. It's the decade when many in this congregation were born, or around their childhood Christmases. The songs harken back to a simpler time, not societally necessarily, but in the case of responsibility. It recalls when Christmas was a magical time with family and the burdens of life not yet on your mind. We long for those times because things felt right in the world. No school, family, home with one another, and because the economy was bouncing back from World War II, more presents. These Christmas songs resonate with us because they bring us back to those times, back when things were nicer and the world was calmer. Unfortunately, it's impossible to make our Christmases the same as they used to be. The world changes as do people. Time doesn't stand still, even if we want it to. But this year is especially different, made obvious by the fact that you're watching this from home. With COVID-19 still keeping us apart, there will be fewer family gatherings. People that normally take the long journeys across country to see their relatives will elect to stay home. For many, this will make Christmas a lonely time. For some, Christmas was the only time that they got to see familiar faces. I'm positive that some of those people are in our own church, preparing for the day where no one will be home for Christmas. I want to say that it's okay to be sad about this. A lot of people look forward to the warmth of the holidays. And to have that taken away means that we've lost a normal Christmas. But this opens up 
Christmas to be about something else. Something that it was actually meant to be. There was never, really, a normal Christmas. Christmas has almost never been normal as we know it. Our ideas of Christmas are based on, in part, those songs from the 1950s. And though the tradition goes back further than that, our ideal Christmas is an attempt to capture feelings from long ago, longer than even some people have been alive. Look at the first Christmas. Mary and Joseph have traveled nearly half a week to reach Bethlehem, where the Roman census is being conducted. Mary has made the trip while nine months pregnant and fully aware that the baby could come at any day. Yet the place is so packed that they have no room at any inns. Instead, the couple probably found lodging with a distant rel relative from the area, or at the place of a kind stranger. Safe to say they were not feeling at home, though. While it is mentioned that Jesus was lain in a manger because there was no room, the whole family could have been sleeping with the animals, depending on how big the house was. For about 300 years after his death, Jesus' birth wasn't really celebrated by his disciples. It wasn't even aligned with the winter solstice until later. The church was much more focused on Easter and on Epiphany, both major times in Jesus' life, his resurrection and his recognition as God manifest, respectfully. Christmas didn't become a big deal until Europeans took it over, until Charlemagne was crowned emperor on Christmas Day in 800 A.D., 800 years after Jesus' actual birth. Notice the reason we give gifts on Christmas is because the Magi gave Jesus gifts. But the Magi aren't recognized as coming on Christmas Day, but two weeks later at Epiphany. This isn't to say though the way we do Christmas is wrong or anything. But for a very long time, Christmas was not the thing we're used to it being. It was a holy day to recognize the birth of Jesus, but it wasn't a season with entire economies based around it. Christmas, much like many things throughout history, has changed and been molded with time. Our idea of what a normal Christmas is would be unknown to nearly half of the Christians throughout history. With what we consider normal out of the picture because of the pandemic, we now have an opportunity to create a new normal.
or at least make this year's Christmas something a little different. Instead of trying so desperately to cling to what we want Christmas to be, what if we actually did something that made a difference? I mentioned earlier that this Christmas will be a lonely time for some people. That's not a new thing. For a section of our community, the holidays are a reminder that their family is gone or isn't going to see them. But the loneliness will be especially prevalent this year. What if we broke from normal Christmas and tried to help those for whom a normal Christmas was never an option? What if we were able to open our hearts and our doors to people who are so much like the Holy Family this year? Alone. It wouldn't be a normal Christmas. But in a year when so much of what is normal is broken down, why can't we break with our preconceived notions of what Christmas should be, and instead make it into something brand new. We can sit at home and wish we could gather like we used to, or we can show the love of our Savior, who was born by reaching out in ways that our traditions have prevented us from doing. Remember, that it was ultimately someone's kindness, though they have not been recognized today, that offered that space to the pregnant Mary. And it was because of that kindness that Jesus was born in safety, so far outside normal. Amen.